Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. This is Soak to 20, a newer Heroes of the Storm podcast where we will be focusing on soaking up as much game knowledge on in, in Heroes of the Storm, whether it's esports, balancing strategies, you name it, and uh, how we can kind of compile that into a nice, neat little one-page pamphlet uh, and bring it to our games at home. Uh, but joining me here uh, this evening is Casey. Uh, Casey, how you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good, Dax. Uh been a been a fun week you know I've, I've i've been taking a little bit of a break from hots to be honest with you mm-hmm. um playing some other games been doing some uh some switch games with irl friends and uh nice. some some uh some uh, among us lobbies which has been really entertaining <laughs> and uh the little bit of hots i have been playing though i've been in you know like five stacks and or three or more stacks i would mm-hmm. say and it's been been a lot more therapeutic than normal like, yeah <laughs> not not so much toxicity when you can control a lot of the factors of the pugs coming in you know because mm-hmm. you never know what you're going to get you never know what position they're going to want to play and how they're going to play it and a lot of times it's just better to do the wrong thing with them than force them to try and do the right thing or do the right thing with them than trying to make a play sometimes and you know my tanking style so <laughs> let's just be honest i, do. I want to be in the face of the other team always and if i see a play to make i'm wanting to make it and if the team's not with me right i usually die <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes so speaking of break so we took off last week we didn't record an episode i went on mm-hmm. a vacation with my family we went to ocean city maryland i am three yeah. shades redder uh i got burnt to to all heck uh, on the first day out on the beach. It was very cool. It, it was like a 70 degrees uh, on the beach. We, like, I think I, like I, even with sunscreen, I put sunscreen I'd on. I'd say you got a little shade of bronze going. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like it, to be honest. I, like, like, I don't know if you've watched Family Guy, but that episode where Stewie was like tanning and he gets like, he can't move and it hurts to move. And he's like, that was me, 100%. Like, walked around with his <laughs> limbs straight. <laughs> yeah, like I literally just kind of sat in a chair, arms out, legs out. And just didn't move, and it was and it was awful. And in true Blizzard fashion, just like the last time I went on a vacation pre-pandemic, actually, I don't mm-hmm. know if I told you this story, but uh, I'll make it quick. But like, like 2020, like the, the first week of March, uh, we actually drove down to Florida uh, to go to Disney. We took the, uh, our kids to Disney World, and wonderful. On the way back, it was a Saturday. Halfway, we, yeah. Well, there, there was the patch. So I, I completed my first season of NGS as an offlaner. Zul, essentially, was Zul one trick. That nice. was when the Zul. That is when the Zul rework happened. I was on mm-hmm. vacation. They dropped this patch, and I get messages from like everybody, like, "Oh, have you seen this? Have you played it?" I'm like, "I'm like thirty thousand miles, exaggerating, away from my computer." Of course, this happens. On the way home Always. in the North Carolinas, fit between like it's halfway through a fifteen-hour drive, uh, the world gets shut down. Disney announces mm-hmm. it's closed indefinitely for the pandemic, and all this happens. And then essentially, you know, a couple sprinkles of patches here and there, and then we get a surprise patch again. Just I am on, I'm burnt in underneath an umbrella, wearing three layers of clothing on a beach, and I just get notifications on my phone that Blizzard decides to to surprise us with with a patch. It's just like if we need a patch to come in, we just need to send you on vacation. <laughs> I hate vacations. <laughs> it will be better. Yeah, yeah. We just want surprise surprise content. I will just just games getting stale. Send yeah. Dax on vacation. I'll just send my need computer somewhere else. To twenty. Send Dax on vacation. Yeah, absolutely. So like, I didn't even get a chance to. So we are recording a little bit later than than normal this week. Uh, yes. Just just due to IRL stuff happening. Uh, and in all mm-hmm. honesty, I just wanted <clears> to get my hands in here. Uh, and we'll, we'll briefly touch base on on the patch, our thoughts. Uh, we won't read it verbatim because you know other mm-hmm. other podcasts do that. I know ITN does that uh, mm-hmm. very very well. Uh, and honestly, if we read it word for word, it kind of gets boring. So we'll, we'll give our takes on it. And, and I think it was very tank heavy uh, on mm-hmm. on this particular patch, which is cool because we are in the middle of our tank arc. Um, but yeah, other than that, the tanks were a little like games were a little rough when it came back. Like a week and a half mm. without playing the game and it was terrible. And, and we can touch base about Rainer. Like I just picked up Rainer because like, uh, he's, it's he's a comfort pick. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, I could be a Rainer one trick, like Rainer Sylvanas uh-huh. could be, I'd like, if that, those were the only two heroes in the game, I'd be happy, but and why not? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what very else do true. you need? Nothing. They do everything better than everyone else. 
Um, they both heal themselves. Well, Silva doesn't heal till 16, but that's, that's here nor there. Um, but no, yeah, but games felt a little bit rough. I didn't know what to do with Blaze, and I contemplated, I think we're going to stick with the variant because I kind of want to see your opinion here on Blaze because I almost uh, we almost talked about Blaze here for the tank uh, arc mm. today, but I think let's see how the talents and uh, the tweaks shake up because I hate to talk about it. And then, yeah. <laughs> you know, then, then between this episode and next episode, they it just gets reverted or something else changes. So yeah, I like to I let that settle. Call. Yeah, so I think we'll let that settle a little bit here. Um, but yeah, so before we jump, I guess, into that surprise patch, uh, so two weeks of CCL ended up closing out there. Uh, so they are actually heading into playoffs here. Um, so this, the top three teams aren't going to be playing this first weekend here, uh, as we have the bottom bracket, um, excuse me, the bottom bracket gauntlet, gauntlet yeah, ha- happening here. But the one, two, and three seed, uh, Simplicity holding that number one, the big baddie from season one, still holding mm-hmm. on to that number one spot, sitting on a six and one record. Storm Esports did beat 30K in a three to one, I believe, uh, this past weekend in the battle for second place was a really good series. Uh, mm-hmm. just storm esports, you know, even being the new team, I know a lot of people were discussing, uh, with the drafts and these new teams coming in, how they would be able to compete. And, and here they are sitting at second place in their inaugural season here. So, uh, but, yeah. and then in 30 K sitting at, uh, the third place comfortably at four and three. Yeah. And before we go on to talk about the gauntlet, I just want to talk about like how, you know, interesting this season has been and how much more parody i feel like last season you know you had wild heart and uh and 30k kind of just controlling most of the season and this season it feels like even though you know you've got um the top dogs obviously it seems like this season has been a lot more competitive top to bottom like even the lower teams playing against simplicity have given them a little bit of a run um I think all hats go off to them, though, for for them to be able to keep the same five together two seasons in a row and then um, continue with that. That you could see the chemistry burning within them. I mean, mm-hmm. they're so comfortable with each other on the plays that they're making. And then you've got a team like Storm, and yeah, they're a new organization, but there's some pretty you know known faces on there with BBJ and Lobber coming in. So um, you've got some really high aggression coming from your tank and healer role, which kind of um, enables the rest of that team to kind of do what they want which is really cool to see 30k is just solid all around you got uh, you know an ex-pro helping run that org owner of the org that uh you know knows what to look for and stuff so it's not surprising to see them up there especially with the way they played last season i was you know a little little disappointed to see wildheart drop down to six but if we do remember last season's champs came from the six seed Mm mm-hmm yeah, mm-hmm. and then that was I was kind of going to bring that up where I'd love to see the Cinderella story, uh, mm-hmm. whether it be Diamond Hands or Wild Heart, even Chili Mountain or Oxygen, right? So there's a three, there's yeah. a tie, there's a tie between 30k and Oxygen for that third <clears> seed, <throat> both at four and three, and then shortly below that is Chili Mountain at three and four, who did beat 30k three zero uh, in, mm-hmm. in in their uh, round robin series there. So uh, look to your point, like there is these games feel really close. Um, and again, Wildheart probably, you know, funds was, uh, you know, he was drafted to, uh, diamond hands and, and so on and so forth. And then unfortunately like with them, you know, and their draft style and what Justin wants to draft, um, you, you know, I, I think it kind of, it needs to be refigured out with nerfs, right? Cause they did a lot of main tank Sonia. They did a lot of different things mm-hmm. like that where Sonya got the nerfs. Um, so I, but I, I have all the faith in the world in Wildheart and I am, Really excited for the playoffs to start. So Saturday, uh, this upcoming Saturday, uh, the first round of games. So then, so we did talk about uh, Oxygen at fourth. Chili Mountain is in fifth place. Wildheart, as Casey mentioned, is in sixth place. Diamond Hands in seventh. And then Granite Gaming uh, at eighth. But again, sixth, seventh, and eighth all tied at two and five. So... So we'll start at the seven and eight seed. Those teams will play the winner of that. Those games will play Wildheart, and then those will be the two games on Saturday and then Sunday. Chili Mountain playing the winner of the Wildheart um, and the Diamond Hands Granite game, and then the winner of that particular match plays Oxygen, and then then the standard playoff bracket uh, and winner and loser bracket will will take off mm-hmm. from that point. So essentially, the gauntlet is for the fourth place position. Um, and then we'll roll into that for the next week. 
I do love a gauntlet too. It's kind of like a, a raid boss setup almost, right? And mm -hmm. then it just makes for exciting times because you have that ladder situation where teams just climb their way up. Like what we saw with Simplicity last season was so exciting to watch them come from the six seed all the way through the gauntlet into the playoff bracket and then push to the finals where they had, you know, the game advantage even because they, they won through the bracket, didn't have to go to the losers and take the championship last season. So it'd be cool to see something like that again. I think Simplicity is a real strong team. I think the team chemistry is is going to probably put them over the top with anybody. But um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a team like Wildheart come all the way through the gauntlet or even like a team like 30K or Storm just come up to show in the playoffs and take the championship because they both have championship caliber teams. Um, I mean, rightfully so, they're in the two and three seed, right? So mm -hmm. it wouldn't be surprising to see that happen. No, and I know you and I talked uh, off air. We we talked a little bit about the NBA playoffs in you know mm -hmm. in other sports, like you know essentially it's called catching fire or getting hot right at the right time. And I think this is an opportunity, like you said, like for Wild Heart or Diamond Hands or Chili Mountain or Oxygen or even Granite, anyone in this gauntlet to just try and like find their their groove right like legacy yeah. was kind of that, that really cool story picked up halfway through the season uh last mm -hmm. season for simplicity and just just kind of popped off and and i don't want to say like it's a team game but like his made he made plays that kept simplicity alive and into uh season one champion for sure 100 percent agree can't wait for the playoffs this weekend. It's going to be fun. Yeah hopefully hopefully uh we will have time for that uh at least get a chance to peek at it, I hope. Um, and then something else I wanted to touch base on, and, and uh, shame mm -hmm. on me because, like I said, being on vacation. But uh, NGS kicked off, I guess, it, I guess the best way to put it would be an academy league, but it's called Heroes Challenge Invitational. Most or all of the games are casted on the Nexus Gaming Series Twitch page. I think majority of them are casted by Crush. I think I saw Jinxie Cat uh, casting. Uh, a game or two, but like I really enjoy this. So the four, there's four orgs involved in it right now, just to kind of test the waters, see if the interest is there. Uh, but Chili Mountain has its own academy team. Uh, 30K has its own. Storm Esports is another one from the CCL, and then uh, from the NGS itself, uh, can't counterpick. Stupid uh, is the organization name. Uh, but I think it's called something else. But it, it's CCS would be would be that one. And then there's the four teams, uh, and they're kind of do, they are doing a round robin format. Um, but I, I I just I like this strategy. It to me it breathes new life into the CCL uh, with mm -hmm. these teams uh, because like the roster apocalypse is going to happen unless the CCL changes something in their format with the drafts. You know most of these teams will have to let people go. Um, you know, maybe some people retire, some people step away from HOTS, they want to go play other games. You talked about playing Switch. Uh, and again, while I was on vacation, Pokemon Unite was announced and looks yep. awesome as heck. Uh, but that's one thing I, I, I want to jump in. But, you know, people, interests come and go, people retire. Uh, so, like, but this is a way to continually feed talent, uh, I think, into our, uh, into the CCL and the pro scene. Uh, and I'm just, sure. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I think it's always good to have that amateur base. You know, like back in the HGC days, they had, um, uh, gosh, I'm gonna lost the word for it right now. But they they had their um, like the relegation. Under, yeah, like what was uh, gosh darn it, I can't think of the name of it right now. Because even like Heroes Hearth had that team come up through, um, up through the the amateur scene to qualify into HGC, and then you know had that epic season where they basically just ran away with the HCC, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, it, it, super cool stuff to see, you know, amateur things sprouting up. Cause I think a lot of these teams have like a practice squad or an amateur squad, or they're, they're rolling around in like the top divisions of um, heroes lounge and NGS. And mm -hmm. so it's cool to see them to be able to be showcased in a, like a tournament stage too. Um, I think it'll be pretty exciting. And then you can see more talent of, you know, like when, a lot of those uh, masters and or grandmasters are doing their in-houses not not that they're always they're not always casted but you do have you know uh, streamers from point of view and whatnot but you don't get to really focus on some of these other unknown names and hopefully they'll get their chance to shine in in tournaments like this so it could be pretty cool yeah i'm not sure if you do you follow league of legends or the, like the nalcs or anything like that when it comes to like professional league of legends <laughs> 
not really. I know about it, but no, <laughs> I haven't, so, haven't really followed it. So I like their system. So they, kind of like HCC, they have the reg, the, the relegation system. Uh, but mm-hmm. the nice thing about their academy team is, is so so each, I think, pro team had its own academy team. Uh, but instead of a drafting system, they were, they were able to pull people up onto the main roster and swap mm-hmm. uh, in between. Um, it's oh, like a, in the middle of season. Yeah, so so it was almost like a, a bench, I guess, per se. But at the same time, your coaches and, and everything else with the team was involved in that academy team and, and grooming okay. these players to take the next next step. Uh, and then if they actually wanted to sign contracts with another team, again, that was like the, the legal legitimates. I don't know how that happened. But like, if they were able to prove themselves on a particular level, like other teams could come in and, and, and do that as well. And I'd love to see that for CCL. Uh, I don't think we're to that point yet. So I think the draft uh, is a good way uh, of what they're doing now to breathe new life. I mean, we can have see people like Kelsier uh, or Got Filth um, and other players like this that have played their way through, uh, you know, the NGS, the, the Heroes Lounge, these other um, tournaments uh, to get where they are. Uh, and it just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's exciting. And it's a way of, you know, I guess making sure it's not stale. I don't want to say that it's stale, but um, right. people play the same things. Uh, it's kind of the same drafts. Uh, and and get, just, like I said, get some new blood in there. And, and it's really exciting stuff right now for the, for this game. I do I do like the draft for CCL. It kind of it does create a little bit of drama. Like even this last draft with uh, the controversy with um, Onyx and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything happening, um, it, it creates some cool storylines. So I'd like to see the draft stick around and it forces teams to drop players too. So you don't just have the same five every year or year in and year out, you know, or season in and season out. Um, It's going to force teams to change things up and to constantly um, work new strategies, hopefully, because if you have different players from season to season, the chemistry is going to be different. The the way you play is different. If you don't have Lobber and BBJ together, does mm-hmm. Lobber get to play as aggressive as he is because he doesn't have that healer to follow up, follow him up, you know, like things like that will play major factors into um, how a team is going to draft and how they're going to strategize uh, from map to map and, and team to team. So I like it. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the draft situation. Yeah. And again, it's just, it's more hot content, which is, you know, mm-hmm. what, what we all want. Uh, Always. So, uh, so we'll just leave that there. Uh, with that, I will touch base that there is um, just a lot of cool stuff going on in the community. I know uh, Girls Gang Squad is holding a charity tournament this weekend for the Trevor Project. Um, and mm-hmm. that will, most of all that stuff uh, will be going on. So just give uh, Jazzeline a follow on Twitter. Um, I know a lot of casting will be on her channel. I know I will be co-casting a handful of games. Uh, and then Very actually, nice. Yeah. And then actually you and I will be partaking in Tetra's game show. Yes. Um, <laughs> on this on on Sunday as well, which we still need to come Heroes up with a team global but, quiz. Yeah, the Heroes Global Quiz, which actually I was, I think it was the first show I was on. Uh, and and, oh, and you? yeah, and it was I did terrible because like I ca- I came to the game late. I know we discussed it, but I came to the game late, so like a lot of the like the the end of the game questions like so Tetra may mix it up now, but was like pertaining to like players on HDC teams. Yeah. And like I came and I only knew like the last roster for I think it was um, Tempo Storm. Okay. So, so I got like I got through like one or two rounds because it was kind of like a round robin. So it went completely around uh, the four people and then you just kind of named people. And if it was wrong or already right. named, you were voted out. So it's kind of like a yeah. uh, musical chairs, I guess, per se, kind of right, right, right. style game. So <laughs> was, uh, it was tough. But yeah, we need to come up with a team name. Uh, and hopefully we will do all of you fans here uh, and folks at home justice with the Soak to 20. Uh, we'll we could just keep it called uh, Soak to 20, but maybe we'll come up with something fun uh, from there. Yeah, I think we need to come up with a cool name. And then we'll just, we'll just you know, plug Soak to 20 and touch your show. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a plan. Okay, so so we did hint about it there a little bit there in the beginning of the show. Uh, Casey, surprise patch. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your initial thoughts here? I see you've got some notes written down. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, well, obviously it's tank heavy. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's my uh, that's my cue. But uh, I, I think overall it was a decent patch. Um, nothing too crazy happening. Um, they changed some talents around for Blaze, which makes him feel 
a lot more viable as a main tank early game because you're getting those 13 talents sooner. And what's really cool is they didn't nerf the 13 talents, so you're getting that 13 power at 7, which is really nice. Um, but overall, I think, you know, um, Garrosh and Murden had a couple tweaks, more quality of life changes than anything. Um, with Murden, you don't have to worry about, you know, getting your Q quest done. Um, you just automatically get piercing at 10 and the cooldown reduction, so that's good. Um, hopefully we'll get, you know, lower level Muradins that, that use their Q a little wi more wisely instead of just willy-nilly swinging it. Mm -hmm. um, Garrosh has that Into the Fray built in now, so your, your automatic one button is different. Um, so anyone that, you know, is used to playing Piano Garrosh, if you're used to having that Into mm -hmm. the Fray at two or a different slot, remember to move it over. Um, but I think it, it opens up possibilities at seven for Garrosh because you're going to have different things you can take. You can take the Into the Fray upgrade or something else there instead of just auto locking Into the Fray. I think it was like a 90% pick rate or something crazy high. But uh, um, quality of life stuff. Uh, Jojo and Stitch has got some mini nerfs. Nothing major. It doesn't change their, their way of play too much. Um, I think Jojo's still a pretty overall strong tank. I do like the fact that she can't be that crutch for wave clear like she used to be. And um, I think that opens the door for Blaze a little bit too because he can wave clear well. You take incinerator gauntlets and you have the oil spills, you can burn through waves quick. And, mm -hmm. you know, no pun intended there. That's a fact. Um, so I think Blaze might rise to be more of that um, wave clear tank he is a lot squishier than jojo but um i mean you and i played a couple games before the show tonight and I, I was saying it that i feel and maybe it's just my plays getting better with him by playing him more but he does feel more sustainable um mm -hmm. and, and could be that you know we're just in quick match so i'm not getting focused on as a tank either so we'll see as as things progress i'm, I'm gonna definitely end up playing him some um, and I know some people like to to kind of slot that Imperius in as a tank here and there. I put a little bit of notes for him too. Mm -hmm. um, he's still a super swingy hero. Win more, you know, when you're in the lead. Um, I think he can be meshed into a four man because he does provide great burst damage. You can kind of slot him into that mage role in a way. Um, and he provides great CC for the team. So if you are trying to blaze tank, maybe pair him up with an Imperius in the four man to give you that that bolstered ability and a little bit of CC. Um, but yeah, I, all, all in all, I think the patch was pretty good. There was a couple tweaks to, uh, to Rainer and, and uh, um, some of the ranged assassins too, but nothing major. <laughs> You're just going to skip over those Rainer. Uh, no, actually, so the only thing that I, I did want to touch base on was, was Stukov. So Stukov uh, mm -hmm. was reworked a little bit and was completely just bugged Oh, to, yeah. to be that mm -hmm. I, I missed it because I logged in and it was uh, fixed on on Monday. Uh, but yeah. they, so they actually turned off a hero, which I guess hasn't <clears throat> been done since 2016, I right? believe. Which I don't. I've never seen it. Right. I was which talking is, in uh, CM chat with a bunch of other players about it too. Mm -hmm. Which is which is completely crazy, right? So, uh, and I don't know if it was just that gap period in between the patches because we had all of this cool Overwatch skins and stuff like that, but like whether this patch now is just going getting back into the same rhythm or maybe this is just the new balance designer um, feeling comfortable to do things. Um, but again, just kind of hitting that stop button on here, giving us a patch kind of unannounced. Because I, I, I think I messaged you when I saw it and then you didn't even yeah. happen to see it. But then again, I'm three yeah. hours ahead of you. So <laughs> you probably didn't wipe the crust out of your eyes yet when I, I think I sent you that message. But uh, Yeah, I think I got that 7 a.m. message <laughs> my time. It was Sorry. Hey, new patch. I'm like, what? Yeah, Wait. I'm on the beach. I'm Content? on the beach. Like just like again, like a half a can of uh, sunscreen and a hoodie and sweatpants on, on the beach. Hoodie on the beach. I avoid the sun, mad? man. No. Listen, listen. I it hurt. <laughs> that is the best way to put it. I hurt, and uh, and I just tried to avoid the sun at all at all costs. But um, but again, Stukov. Uh, they they really want you to. Uh, they're, they're reworking active reactive ballista spores, which in my mind is still the best number one talent. Uh, but now it's like you can activate it, or, or it refreshes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so you can. Act it's actually unactivatable instead of just getting stunned. So whether this deters people from playing main tank Stukov, I'm not sure, uh, because now it's an activate 
right? Like you yeah. kind of you kind of had a guarantee on like just running in running at people that they might CC you and you can get the slow. But now like now it's active, and then while it's passive, fifty uh, percent max while you're below fifty percent max health, uh, your trait cooldown refreshes a hundred and fifty percent faster because that's mm-hmm. fair and balanced. Uh, but but again, <laughs> Rainer feels good again getting his basic damage uh, brought back up. Uh, he needed that. Or- Orphea saw a little love on underpicked talents. Uh, I'm a trait build Orphea player myself. Um, but uh, on point looks very enticing, especially in that self-sustained department. If you can hit your Qs, you get the extra mm-hmm. stack of chaos, which eventually leads into more healing, uh, mm-hmm. which feels good. And then the Vala nerf as well. I'll just touch base on that. But all in all, just a good all-around balance patch, not letting stuff sit uh, stagnant for too long and just getting those bugs um, fixed as well. So um, Yeah, I, I like it. I, I, I think the quick fix was great. Um, you know, adjusting, like, everyone felt like with Rainer's rework there, he kind of fell off, right? And so mm-hmm. giving him back his damage and then um, readjusting that uh, ace in the hole, um, which was a, a, a staple in, in his gameplay, I feel like, besides, um, you know, uh, shrines and BOE, you're pretty much taking ace almost every time because you're going to get slows and, and proc it yourself mm-hmm. if you don't have a tank or a healer that's doing it for you. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like what they did. They're going to bring Rainer back into the meta that way and he yes. can, you know, be that nice, easy DPS hero <laughs> for people to jump into. Or the skilled players like yourself can mm-hmm. one-trick and run train. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So, again, like, that's, I, like, even before, like, the only time I would ever take Ace in the hole is, I, th- I like, if I had a Jaina, where I know Wave Clear uh, mm-hmm. it, it was and Cam Clear was taken care of. Then that way I can mm-hmm. focus on all the damage. Other than that, I think I take um, exterminator, exterminator like ninety eight percent of the time, and now it's better. And the talent is so good. It's yeah, the, but... I expect a nerf. Like in all honesty, I expect to, that to get dialed back at some point, especially now with yeah. with him being where he was prior. Yeah, I could see them maybe um, taking away the the constant buff. You know, like all you do is is. Uh, w any wave and then they have it forever until they die mm-hmm. maybe take that away to where it's um it's only forever if he's in the lane with them that, that could be a good adjustment well i don't know there, there's got to be something though because right now rainers are just pumping a camp out mm-hmm. you know giving it the trait and let it go yeah mm-hmm. you can heal up you can tap and then just just come back to objective like and and i we want to get into some map strategies and we can talk about camp timings and things like that. So when we get there, but if you can, if you can time camps correctly in mm-hmm. storm league, I definitely think Rainer is one of those heroes like the, along the lines of Sonya. Um, I know people say Greymane is a good carry hero, but like, like you said, if you draft Rainer, like you have wave clear and you have decent damage now that they, they brought it back. He has his own self sustain, um, the siege, siege damage as well. Uh, Again, like he can kind of do everything because mm-hmm. Lord knows that your teammates aren't going to do uh, what they need to do in, in, in solo queue. Li mm-hmm. Yeah, right in the gate. One of the games we played beforehand, I had to offlane yeah. Li Ming and catch Soak, and they were just kind of running it down uh, on objective when uh, you know two people were already dead before the objective even spawned. So. Mm-hmm fun stuff so uh fun, fun, fun. anything else to talk about the patch before we uh, jump into our hero spotlight this week i don't think so man just overall quality of life changes good hot fix i'm proud of the devs for jumping on it right away um i hope we can see this type of cadence <laughs> continue yeah. i know i know the word is uh, a little touchy but we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes <laughs> all right let's do it level up all right leveling up here so this week we did talk about it a little bit we want to talk about varian so uh last episode we finished the quote-unquote easy tanks uh with murden and i know we were kind of hinting before the patch that we we knew there's some rumblings from the reddit that murden was going to get tweaked there a little bit but before we jump into anything else because we saw some blaze we saw some garage uh and we saw a couple other tanks but i want to jump into like a taunt varian uh, but Varian, I believe, was the only multi-class hero, uh, if, if if I am remembering that cor- correctly. And he does get his uh, quote-unquote ultimate at level four. 
uh, where he does have the three different versions that you can play, whether it's Colossal Smash, Twin Blades variant, or here in the, the tanking side, on the tanking spotlight, we are talking you, you about You said ta- that talent wrong. You said that talent wrong. It's Windblades. Wind <laughs> Listen, that, yes, Windblades, Windblades, C-Smash, or Trash Varian, or or Taunt is is uh, those those three, and again you get that at four. Um, but I, like I don't think Varian is an easy tank. I think there's a lot of finesse to him, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like I think his kit is easy enough where if if you need a tank on the roster, uh, I, I think he's a good one to have for sure. Yeah, definitely, and especially if you're you know if you're tanking on Varian, you're pretty much going Taunt, or you should, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, it makes for easy callouts, especially in Storm League when you're playing with pugs and you're not in voice comms. Um, that taunt is a very loud, obnoxious move, and it mm-hmm. gravitates people to you. So um, it's a it's it's a good one to go with. Um, and like you said already, his his kit's not super hard to play, um, but the skill ceiling I think is high to play him very well. Yeah, and I mean, we have some notes here. I mean, just between the two of us. So, uh, like, just the build, the build difference here for the least taunt variant. And like you said, there's two different play styles you can play them as well. Um, mm-hmm. But again, like, if if just PSA, like, if you pick variant, just tell your team if you're going taunt or not. Right, like that's just yeah, like because like I just if I see a variant pickup, I just odd like nine times out of ten just assume it's wind blades. Mm-hmm safe to do so in storm league <laughs> yeah so but so anyway so here we go so we will start here with uh with his base kit uh but mm-hmm. off of heroes profile overall win rate of variant is 47 percent uh but taunt itself was sitting around about 53 percent so again easy to play tank very good kit has that call to action with um with his his kit here with the charge which we'll touch base on uh as well as the ton itself but uh his trait here heroic strike so every 18 seconds variance next basic attack deals 125 bonus spell damage and basic attacks reduce this cooldown by two seconds uh, so mm-hmm. really good. Um, just get in, weave in those auto attacks there. Um, and I think this, uh, if you want to talk about the Q here, Casey, because I think this might be the most of the, the point of contention here, uh, when we're talking, sure. about, when we're talking about Varian in, in, in the, the later builds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his Q is called lion's fang. You create a shock wave that travels in a straight line, dealing 150 damage and slowing enemies by 35% for a second and a half. Each enemy you hit gives you 35 health and uh, increases up to 140 against enemy heroes. So um, a good way to sustain and um, added CC for Varian. Um, I, th- this is where Dax and I vary is, is the, the different builds that we'll get into later. But my build focuses on the Lion's Fang, whereas he likes to play a little more sustaining with the parry. I do. So, yeah, speaking of parry, the W on variant. So you parry all incoming basic attacks for one and a quarter seconds and reduce Mm -hmm. their damage by 100%. Stores Mm -hmm. up to two charges. And so you get two of those. So it's essentially just three whole seconds of just ignoring uh, all basic attack damage. And you can kind of upgrade that a little bit later uh, in some builds, which we'll touch base there. His E... His main point of the engage is the charge. Uh, so it, you charge to the target enemy. If you played World of Warcraft, it, it, it's he's essentially a, a, a protection warrior here. Uh, but he charges to the enemy, dealing 50 damage and a slow uh, by 75%. So you, you definitely see kind of just within the base kit here what you want to do uh, with variant. You can charge in there, hit the Q, continue to slow them, stay stuck with those basic attacks, keep yourself alive. Uh, and then you can go ahead and hit that R button, Casey, which, uh, you know, we're talking about Taunt. What, is, uh, what does Taunt do mm-hmm. for us? So Taunt silences a target hero and forces them to attack Varian for one and a quarter seconds. Um, it, when you take the Taunt talent, it, you become tankier with more health and uh, better health regeneration as well. So you're in line with more of the other tanks in the game. Um, great way to lock down and do blow up comps and... and uh, one of my favorite tanks to play <laughs> and uh, the, it forces them to attack with auto attacks where uh, mm-hmm. ag- again with that parry able to kind of negate all negate of, 
All right. So that is variance base kit. Um, and, and as you can see, so there's the playstyle. Wave clear, not the best. You know, so he does have a little bit with his lion's fang and kind much. of. Uh, but again, leave that up to your damage dealers there. Uh, but I guess for the combos, I think we touched base a little bit on that though. But right, is the charge in? You you can kind of mm -hmm. get the taunt off. You can kind of then you hit the lion's fang with that Q to keep them mm -hmm. slowed. Um, and then you have your own kind of active mitigation, I guess per se, with with the parry and and, and just kind of stay stuck there. Um, but you know, as for drafting Varian. Um, you know, what do you look for? What are you trying to avoid, Casey, if you're if you're looking to play Varian? Yeah, for sure. Um, you're looking to avoid like hard CC comps because when you do go in, you're kind of stuck there and they can mm -hmm. CC you to high heaven and you're gone. Um, but you're looking for your team to have good follow-up with you, whether it's um, burst from your DPS or um, secondary lockdown. You know, a KT is good to go with a Varian because you can um, help lock them down with the stun. Um, Stukov and Brightwing are great healers to go with Varian um, because you get the poly or the silence underneath the taunted target just to help close out that kill too. Mm -hmm. um, but usually, like, you don't want to draft him into comps with, with heroes such as, like, uh, Stukov on the other side, um, Falstad, Gazlo, things are gonna, that are going to allow you to engage, disengage, and re-engage. So if you see like a D shield Uther on the other side, um, Anduin is a, is a soft counter to him with the, you know, leap of faith. Um, the cooldown's a lot longer than variants engages. So it's still doable, but, uh, yeah, you know, heroes like Gazlo, Falstad, Stukov will help disengage your team. And then heroes like that can re-engage upon you. Um, if they've got, you know, aggressive tanks like Anubarak, Diablo, things like that to just pick <clears throat> pick off the variant or one hero that's, you know, s set out of place. Mm -hmm. And and I guess the main takeaway that, right, is is essentially like CC stacking where, you know, even us in our amateur uh, competitive uh, league play versus CCL is, I guess the main takeaway is, is CC uh, stacking, right? Mm -hmm. Like just you see the taunt variant go in there. Uh, you know, and then you have you know Stukov. You can use your lurking arm. Brightwing has the polymorph Uther with all of his stuns. Malfurion root, um, mm -hmm. just any sort of follow up CC, uh, because the the taunt itself is only one and a quarter seconds. So, but again, you don't even need to be on comms because you know you can charge what essentially feels like halfway across the the screen uh, to get where you need to go. Um, as long as there's damage in uh, in place, you should be able to get that pick. Uh, which you know it's usually called like a taunt variant pick comp or a taunt variant blow up comp, uh, but again like you get that quick pick within a one and a quarter seconds, you now have the advantage on the objective in that five v four, and and it, again you're able to do what you need to do uh, and, and and take that advantage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, so if we're staring at a taunt variant. Um, am I like, I don't know. I like immediately think of Uther with D shield, uh, Anduin with, uh, the, the, the yeet of faith. I know it's called leap of faith, mm -hmm. but I call it the yeet of faith. <laughs> um, Adiv with portals and any sort of shields from Zarya. Uh, I, I just think, and any sort of just hard disengage white main is on there as well. Um, mm -hmm. with all of her burst healing and burst protection, uh, is kind of something you want to. So if the enemy drafts, like a taunt variant, or you're staring at a taunt variant, um, mm -hmm. just just something I think to help you to help you get out of there. For sure, agreed. Anything with a cleanse, please. Pay. <laughs> give me the cleanse, please. Give me the cleanse, please. please healers, pick cleanse. Be nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get into some of these builds here. And as the resident tank main, Casey, uh, if you want to run down, just again, like I, I know what I like. Um, yeah. And, uh, and but we'll go off of you because you can probably give uh, more people at home better uh, ideologies and ideas and in, in a better uh, playthrough here. For sure. Um. So just for talent breakdowns and whatnot, um, normally when I run a tank variant, I don't do the most popular tank build. 
um, because I'm a much more aggressive tank. And when I'm playing tank variant, it's usually with my coordinated team. And so I rely heavily on my team to blow up my target. And then we back off and re-engage after I reset. So um, I'm not saying that this is the best way to go. I usually play this in Storm League too, just because I can get kills myself if it's mm -hmm. a squishy enough target. But um, I like to take Lion's Maw first. It's a quest on the Q talent. <clears throat> when you do um, end up completing that, that quest, it helps with your soft CC because it, it increases that slow from a 35% slow to a 50% and adds half a second. So you can essentially get um, more CC on top of Varian, which, you know, as a tank, you want that CC there. Um, level four, obviously, is the taunt talent. Um, and then at seven, I like to go Lionheart for sustain, for sustain because I'm already going Q quest to begin with. Um, and it just increases your healing off of uh, Lion's Fang. And um, at 10, I like to be mobile myself. And so I like to take Warbringer. I know most tank variants don't. They like to go parry uh, at 10 um, to negate all damage and stay in the fight longer. But I usually rely on my team to get that pick. And then I jump out of the fight quicker because my, my charge cooldown is a lot less. And then I can re-engage with another taunt right away. Dax has witnessed this firsthand in GS, <laughs> so I know it works. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, on 13, it's probably the most uh, parody of any talent tier for Varian, but um, Mortal Strike is usually the go-to. If you're mm -hmm. facing a very tanky, tanky team, you can take Juggernaut. Um, and then Shattering Throw comes into hand when you're playing against Shielded Heroes. Um, I almost always take Shattering Throw against Phoenix. Um, no matter what the rest of the comp is, because you can just basically eliminate one hero in the fight before mm -hmm. it even begins. Um, at 16, please, 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 everybody stop taking Banner of Stormwind. I don't understand why you're doing it. It does <laughs> nothing for you. The mobility is nice a little bit, mm -hmm. but the other two banners are so much better. You've got, uh, you know, uh, armor from the Banner of Ironforge, and my personal favorite is Banner of Dalaran because you're giving your entire team more spell power, which means you are boosting your healer's healing, you are increasing damage for your DPS, you're increasing damage for yourself. If you take the Lion's Maw build, you're increasing your healing off of your Q. Um, there's just so many benefits for taking that, that Banner of Dalaran. Um, at 20, you're almost always gonna go Glory to the Alliance. I am a sucker for Vigilance because I like getting taunts off like crazy and pissing people off, so. Mm -hmm. I kind of meme on 20 sometimes, especially if I'm against a Tracer, a Tychus, someone that's going to hit me a lot and reduce that cooldown within seconds. So I think uh, overall, though, the, the main tank build, if you're just getting into it and the safer way to go would be overpower at one, which is your parry talent. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm playing against heroes like Tracer and Tychus and things I know that are going to be auto attacking me in very rapid succession, sometimes I will do the overpower build instead. You go taunt at four, um, second wind usually at seven, unless you are on uh, battlefield of each, or not battlefield, um, infernal shrines. Mm -hmm. If you are on infernal shrines, take victory rush because yeah. any minion or monster that dies near you will reset your um your trait and you get healing off of it so you're gonna have a lot of shit dying around you and getting a lot of healing <laughs> off of it um shield wall is the 10 in this build which basically grants you protected with your parry and reduces the cooldown so although you're missing a charge you're getting that parry much more often and it's reducing everything 13 once again is a preference pick depending on your opponent's comp pick banner of Dalaran, stop picking <laughs> the banner. And then uh, at 20, you're pretty much always going to go glory. Um, demoralizing shout comes in really, really handy, especially if you have, you know, heroes like Vala, Raynor, anything that tries to get in sync with their A moves, you're going to want to uh, get them out of that sync by, you know, reducing their auto attack speed and uh, reducing their overall uh, damage that they put out. So, yeah. And then I will just, uh, so that, you hit a nail on the head with a lot of those talents, but uh, on that second safer build on how I like to play taunt variant, but just because you talked about tracer there a little bit, but uh, again, 
like if you're, if uh, those high mobility heroes, Taunt Varian is. I know we talked about counters to Varian, um, but he is a counter to a lot of those high mobility heroes because you know his engage and his CC are all both point and click. Uh, like even a Zeratul teleport, uh, the charge will follow him. There's a lot of weird interactions with Varian yes. char- Varian's charge, uh, especially in and around walls, which is really funny. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it be zombie walls or uh, <laughs> tombs, <laughs> any sort of wall in the game, there's a lot of Ice weird wall. interactions. Yeah, um, but but no, so so it makes sense where you actually have, I guess, the extra armor on banner of Ironforge makes sense with mm-hmm. that particular build. But because Agreed. I go overpower and I am negating a lot of the basic attacks, and the nice thing about overpower is so like when you block a hero's basic attack with your parry. Your trait cooldown is refreshed, and the next one deals 40% more damage. And I like to pair that up with Mortal Strike, unless if, like you said, going up against a Phoenix, a Zarya, or uh, a Johanna, where, you know, the, the able to destroy the shields and things like that. But Mortal Strike reduces healing done, and Taunt Variant, you just want to kill that one target, right? So you, you charge in, you hit your, your parry, and they're they're auto attacking you. You are reducing the healing that they are able to take. So just to me, it, like it helps ensure that kill. Correct. Because all of that healing is going onto that one particular target, unless if it's like an Anduin Yeet uh, or a D Shield, mm-hmm. um, which is I think that pairing. Uh, but I'm with you. Taunt is the way to go. You go Lionheart because like I said, you go Lion's Maul. I like Second Wind, um, just mm-hmm. because of going overpower and more so. I guess it's more so a trait build, um, but. Yeah, and then same thing, Demoralizing Shout or Glory to the Alliance. Um, but yeah, essentially there's a couple different ways. Um, and, I, and I think to your point, like you play Taunt Varian a lot in uh, being a tank for a, a team that's you know an NGS team where everyone's mm-hmm. in, in comms. Because, Correct. Right, so you can follow up. You have the confidence in your healer. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> if I, if I go this build in, in storm league and I'm in there and that's kind of like my Diablo factor where the, the nice thing was, is like, cause I have the, like for me and my personal roster, like I like, I love playing Diablo for that same reason, but he's able to secure the kills on his own because he does just a crap ton of damage. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't care, you know, <laughs> hell or high water. I was getting a kill and we were winning the yeah. game if I'm on You're Diablo. Trading. Yeah, exactly. And it's worth, right? I'm taking the healer with me. I'm taking a damage dealer with me uh, or, yes. or the enemy tank. So, uh, but, it, which which I guess is tough um, with, with the Varian where, like, if you need to be a little more defensive because you don't know what your healer is mm-hmm. doing, what he's looking at, and uh, because, like, comms just don't happen in Storm League, unfortunately. Yeah, no, completely agree. <laughs> If you're if if you just get good though, you could hit your keys still alive. <laughs> no, I guess. Kidding, kidding. I guess. It's definitely. No, your build is definitely the safer way to go. Um, and either way, Varian does put out quite a bit of damage for a tank, mm-hmm. so it's fun to play him in Stormlink environments because if you can isolate some of those squishies, you can almost take them out yourself, especially if they're down to half health, roaming around the map, and you catch them in rotations. Just delete them. Mm-hmm. It will save you a lot. Yeah, but uh, he is he's one of my favorite tanks, I guess, outside of Diablo, one of my favorite tanks to play. Um, mm-hmm. And again, if you're getting into tanking, I think he, he should be at least one of the first handful. I mean, I know we touched base a little bit on um, on Murden and... Oh, shoot, I'm drawing like that. ETC, thank you, uh, on yeah. those two. And then I think with... And I think between just the easies, we we put it out there that it was probably ETC because I think he brings mm-hmm. a little bit more to um, team fights. But again, I think within these three so far, uh, I, I still think it's a coin flip uh, between the two because the mm-hmm. problem with Varian is you have no front line unless if you just go sit in the offlane until you get to level four. Yeah, and and in Stormly, you're gonna run into a lot of situations where your DPS and healer need peels and you're gonna be lacking that as a Varian tank. So of the three we've talked about and you're wanting to get into tanking, I would say take up that ETC first and foremost. He feels like he's coming back into the meta right now. Mm-hmm. I've seen him quite a bit more. I'm not sure that it's really gonna happen. I think it's just because patches have come out and people are testing things, but you never know. He's creates a lot of good c- crowd control. We'll still see him a lot in organized play. So um, 
yeah, if you're getting into tanking and you're <laughs> going to be playing organized or Storm League, ETC is very versatile. And um, of the three we've reviewed so far, I would recommend ETC. Varian is one of my favorite tank to play tanks to play though. So if you want to pick them up, I would say you're gonna have a good time. <laughs> yeah, and I guess we did talk about drafting Varian a little bit. So his higher win rate maps are uh, BOE is the top win rate for Varian. Now again, that could be Windblades, um, mm -hmm. but 57% win rate. Dragonshire at 55, which kind of shocked me. And then the other three. I didn't really think about so the so Dragonshire has the fifty five percent win rate, but then Alterac Pass, Cursed Hollow, and Garden of Terror all tied uh, for third best map for Varian, all sitting at a fifty percent win rate. But like, which kind of shocked me with those larger style maps like Boe. You know, there's only two lanes. You can kind of mm -hmm. sit in lane. There's only the the four camps you have to worry about, and then you can kind of by the time the first objective hits, it's around level seven, and you mm -hmm. can kind of get some picks in between, and then maybe win. Uh, you know, win the race game and then continue to snowball from there. Dragonshire, same scenario. Whoever soaks mid lane wins the game. Yeah. So again, you can have your three strong three man, uh, or your double bruiser top bottom, and then have your taunt varian three man just running roaming around getting kills. Um, mm -hmm. but then I, I again like any any idea why do you think Alterac, cursed or garden uh, are the next three for for varian. I think they're centralized objectives um, that cause everyone to go to one location. And Varian's really good at getting a pick and creating an advantage in team fights. So I would say that's probably the reason you're forced to, like with the the seed on uh, on uh, Garden, you know, you're getting the minions out of the way and then channeling a seed. Um, Cursed, you're channeling the the tribute and um, what was the third one? Alterac, you're you're mm -hmm. on you're in one circular area. You can't like Varian can stand in the middle of that and charge to anyone. So um, I like him on pretty much any map. So <laughs> you'll see me pick him a lot. But uh, yeah, I could see why all three of those maps would bode well for him. Um, he's able to create real quick advantages in team fights and force teams out. So it makes sense why why those would come into play. And, and look at it, I guess looking scrolling through and looking at it here. So Sky Temple is the lowest at thirty eight percent. And one thing that just kind of popped in my head here uh, while we were chatting is like because they're larger, they're there. They are larger maps. There is the central location. There is the force team fights on the objectives, but there's no rotations, mm -hmm. right? So you have kind of like Dragonshire there as well. Where you're, you're three man you're or four have isolated man. heroes a lot of times that you can pick out yeah, too. Ex exactly, mm -hmm. and then they don't have. There's no you know four man rotation where when we get into some of the you know the the map strategies uh, and where we see things like in organized play, uh, the mm -hmm. rotations of of the teams and whether it's like a map like Towers of Doom where mm -hmm. all of the wave clear goes onto the off laner um, and things like that. So yeah, I think think it's just maybe a lack of map rotations and then something like sky temple where you are all over the place sitting at a 38 percent uh win rate and uh again there's opportunities for flanks there and he doesn't necessarily have the best peel in the world so um yeah and we do got to remember too it's uh you're gonna have the c smash and taunt or the uh, c smash and twin blades variants into those um those win percentage analytics but uh mm -hmm. yeah i i I think you're right with the with the rotational maps and having the four man there. If you can have a good disengage, you can pretty much nullify him. That makes sense. So mm -hmm. we can go ahead and wrap up the the Varian uh, spotlight here. Anything else you want to chat about or or talk about uh, when it comes to Varian here? Before we actually move on to our first question uh, for for the show. Yeah, I think Varian's just a good hero to pick up, man. If like I said, any tanks getting out there trying to get into uh, organized play, it's a good one to uh, bring to the table for your team. You can create a lot of uh, a lot of controversy, maybe a target ban if you play him well enough. But um, he's super fun, super aggressive. So my cup of tea for sure. Alrighty, let's do this. I do enjoy this part. Alrighty, so we do have questions for the show uh, segment here. First one. Uh, in the official part of the podcast here. But uh, again, if you at the folks at home or watching live here, uh, if you want to ask us questions, you can go ahead and hit us up on Twitter at soak to 20 uh, tagged. There is our discord. Our, our Gmail is soak to 20 at Gmail. Hit us up 
any sort of questions you guys uh, or folks uh, have, uh, we're not afraid to ask the dumb questions. Again, this, we kind of pitch it as a you know a hots for dummies. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, both of us are included in the, in that uh, that sentiment there, uh, but we're just all trying to learn. If there's something specific you'd like to learn uh, or find out more about, let us know. But uh, so goon uh, was our, our our first question. Uh, goon daddy, yeah, owner of and pers- uh, proprietor of uh, Wildheart Esports, actually mm-hmm. commented in our Discord. Uh, and then uh, so there's a two parter here. So what is your least favorite role, and why? And then to follow up that, or and this this is the f- the fun part of the question I think from Goon here uh, was mm-hmm. what things are you doing in said role that make the not better for you but worse for you? What what do you mm-hmm. think that you do personally that just makes you hate that particular role? And then I'll let you go ahead and start off there, uh, Casey. First off, great question from Goon. I really mm-hmm. like this one. I like the two parter, and I like the the little bit of self analysis here at the end too to to top it all off, but. Um, going into the first part of the question, my least favorite role to play is healer. Why? Because I suck at it. <laughs> um, uh, and some of the things that I'm doing to make it worse for me, I-, I think that the healer role within Heroes of the Storm is very reactive and um, to what your team's doing, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm very bad at following up because I'm so used to being the instigator and mm-hmm. the 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 caller of shots when it comes to team fighting and anything with action within the game. Um, I've pretty much only played tank. I play some assassin here and there. Um, I've done a little bit of off lane, uh, dabbled in it, but for the main reason that I play with organized play, I'm a tank through and through, and I love controlling the aggression of my team and the movement of my team. And being a healer, I am not good with. I find myself way too far up, dying all the time, and I <laughs> suck at managing my team's health. Mm-hmm. So just just got to get good, Fivehead. Yeah, exactly. And I guess <laughs> for maybe, me... Maybe I can get Goon to teach me a little because he's a amazing healer. Uther. Listen, Uther, Uther, man, like that would yeah. probably if if I had any sort of, uh, I guess, inkling. I know uh, Goon is an Uther player, loves Uther. Uh, mm-hmm. but he's, he ha- he does have it engaged like a tank does, in, and and the healing as well. Uh, and then you have Uther on your team, like like everyone knows his his limitations as a healer. So like they can't get mad at you, right? Like yeah, they're not going <laughs> falls out all the time because they know they can't. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess for me, my least favorite role, uh, would be tanking and, mm-hmm. and, and why just because I don't think I necessarily like, I suck at it to the point where like maybe only in storm league because I am as aggressive as I am and I played Diablo and I think I can not necessarily one V five, but go in and get a pick. And you like, can as Diablo, you just one v nine everybody. <laughs> well, you, you do. You, well, you do, and then that's the point, right? And then you gotta turn chat off because they just then I get tilted. Blame. And then, yeah, and then I get yeah. silenced, and then I get yeah. It just it's it's a downward you spiral. And- yeah, yeah, it's just a downward spiral from there. But like, <laughs> just because I find myself trying to make like you said to make things happen, and I find myself. Like a bruiser, I think has a little bit depending on the bruiser. But like I, I, I try and play tanks a lot, like bruisers that have a lot of self sustain. Um, and this will kind of piggyback over into the things that I make it worse for me. A is I don't play tank enough uh, in, in Storm League. Like I, I will heal, I will play assassins, I'll, I'll do anything, but I, I, I will do it. But you don't want me to do it. It's usually how I go into it in. Uh, uh, in in the draft comms, <laughs> just be nice to say hi to everyone and just say I can tank. You don't want me to tank. Um, and that kind of alleviates that as well, where then someone will immediately just flash up Diablo or they'll flash up Johanna. Like, oh, we got it, man. We got it. But, like, the the range of, like, just really good aggressive tanks. And I think for me, like, it would be May. I think May, I have a, a, at least a firm grasp of, of playing May, and she has decent survivability where I can kind of um, not push all my buttons and, and, and yeah. help to keep my team alive. Um but I, I play tanks like I would bruisers, and it's a YOLO lifestyle. Like if it's an Imperius, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna queue in, I'm gonna hit my W, I'm gonna hit my E, and I'm just gonna live forever and kill you all. And then, because that's how old the like, Q build Diablo used to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, maybe I don't change my tank 
play style with the current tank meta, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, change the builds, but I still play them. It's still the same muscle memory. Uh, you know, it's Q, you know, Q, W, flip them back into your W, and then Q them again, and just like, but then like, because then, then it was auto attack Diablos, and then like you got to make sure you're weaving in your auto attacks, and yep. and and again for so for me like. And it's kind of it's kind of funny. So like if you if you rate it, so I love tanking in World of Warcraft. Like I was a World of Warcraft player, love tanking. But healing and, and WoW gave me such anxiety. Like I couldn't do anything else but stare at. And I, you know, I'd have the add-ons and I'd see the health bars going all over the place. And I'm spamming buttons. I'm standing in fire and not even watching my own health bar. I'm worried about everybody else. Done. Yeah, like it's just bad. Like I just it, it was just too anxiety inducing. But tanking is easy. It's just like. Oh, you push one button, you swap on the other side. Oh, here comes mm-hmm. this mechanic, uh, or I'm at this many stacks. Swap tanks, so you don't, you know, you don't get one shot. And, and I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, but in this particular game, healing, I, I find it enjoyable. It's kind of like I don't want to say it's a passive role. Like to, like to your point, like you said, it's it's more of a reactive style role where you know, in my heart of hearts, I pushed all my buttons. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, if it, I tried to keep you alive. Yeah. Like I, I only hit like in that sense of Uther, like I hit my Q, I hit my W on everybody. Everyone has armor. Like why, you know, I did all I could why are do. We dying? Yeah. And, uh, but again, like Deckard, Deckard's one of those healers as well, where you can kind of pre-plan. You don't have to be reactive. You can kind of be proactive. Um, mm-hmm. where kind of like Gaslo, where you can set up your turrets, you can go and rotate and set up your potions ahead of time on, on, you know, it's not, Vol- it's not in rotation anymore, but Volskaya, uh, Infernal Shrines, BOE, you can, you can head mm-hmm. into those places. So, um, but yeah, Uther, like I said, if, if, if you're into d- doing that, I think Uther or, uh, um, Deckard would, would be that particular role, but I- I'm with you. I just, I just don't think I play it enough. Yeah, I think that's why we're a match made in heaven, Dax. <laughs> I'll heal and you tank, man. That's I'll tank for you any day, boy. Heck yeah, and then I'll just play Rainer. That's all we need. Just Rainer, like you just get a tank. Rainer, and... Rainer one trick all the way to gold, <laughs> even if in the platinum diamond. <laughs> to the moon, baby. To the moon. Um, Rainer to the moon. But again, so yeah, Goon, again, thank you for the question. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear more from other people, just maybe our points of view on certain things, uh, builds, yeah. or maybe like it doesn't even need to be a question. Like if you just want to write into us and just tell us that our builds are garbage and, and tell us uh, movies you like so we could talk about movies too. That'd be cool. So, so okay, so we'll start a, a second podcast about movies. Uh, All right, because, well, well, because like I said, I just getting off subject here, but I got into the Marvel Universe uh, mm-hmm. last week. During during, va- time, Dax. during vacation time. during vacation as as much into nerd culture that I am I just I got behind the eight ball because I saw, I saw like mm-hmm. the original Iron Man back in the day when it came out like, I think it was like two thousand and eight and then yeah. just missed some of the other ones not getting a chance to get head out to the to theaters uh, when they were open um, and then like next thing I know it's like you know a handful of years and sixty movies uh, <laughs> and I'm just like I don't have time for this but no I. Uh, Started watching Loki, and now I've, I've worked my way up through the cinematic. I think I, I'm due on the Avengers. I have to watch the Avengers, and I'm continuing that timeline. Nice. So nice. I'm a handful of movies in. Well, keep me updated, because I want to know all about your <laughs> Marvel journey and how much you love it, because we know you're going to, and there's no way you're going to not like it. <laughs> look, the nice thing is, is like, because look, Iron Man came out in 2008, right? So like in, mm-hmm. in the timeline, Captain Marvel, you watch Captain, the first movie is Captain America, the first Avenger, and then you watch Captain Marvel. And then, yep. then Iron so you're Man. Watching, you're watching it chronologically. Yes, not in phases. Okay. So, so on Disney okay. Plus, they, okay. they have the phases. So I'm watching it chronologically. But a movie that came out 12 years later syncs up so well before. Like that's the prequel, mm-hmm. right? That's 12 years older than Iron yes. Man. But then you follow this journey of I think his name's Agent Coulson in Shield, mm-hmm. and you just I'm like this is just cool. It's just kind of cool on how like all of the 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 fingers of the timeline kind of spread out there. Yeah, yeah. The planning was great, <laughs> very well executed by uh, Feige and, and friends in the Marvel universe. And and John Far- Farvo, Farvo, like yeah. just tremendous, yeah. uh, t- tremendous director. Like just mm-hmm. his movies are so good. But uh, so yeah, we are starting to digress here, get off topic. Uh, anything else, Casey? Yeah, yeah. We're we're hiding now. <laughs> uh, but anything else, Haas related, um, or you know, on the episode here uh, before we go ahead and start. Uh, thanking some people. 
just enjoying, you know, uh, my off season from NGS right now. Loving the way Storm League's going, even though I had a rough, rough start to it. And uh, the more friends we can get in HOTS, the better. So if you see me in game, in chat, anywhere, at me on Twitter, I'll be your friend. We could mm -hmm. be cool. I'll hang out. I don't even care if I lose in Storm League. I'll give. Yep. I'll do donate points every day if I get to hang out with friends. <laughs> yep. We call it the <laughs> so. soup kitchen. We call that the soup mm -hmm. kitchen. And, 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 and I say that all the time. Like I'd rather lose with friends. Give me a five stack, and you get the loss. You get like 250, 275 points in a loss. But you know what? If we have fun doing it, we're learning something while doing it. Great. But again, when it's just solo queue, and you know the Wonder Twins are off just trying to kill, you know a fort when the objective's going on down three levels because they're not soaking anything. It, it just yep. becomes annoying. So yeah, definitely group up. But unfortunately the game does punish you when you, when you group up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All righty. Well, again, uh, Casey, where, like I said, you, you mentioned kind of your stuff there. Where, where can people find you? Uh, yeah. What, what um, are your socials? For sure. Just uh, Twitter is the best way to get a hold of me for any HOTS related products. Um, just my name at Casey Court, but it's spelled a little different. K C K O R T is my handle. You can at me anywhere. Follow me. We'll be friends. It's cool. Um, and uh, you can catch me here weekly at Dax's Twitch channel. Um, I think I might delve into casting a little bit this next NGS season. We'll see if I have the time for it. But um, one thing I did want to do is give a cool shout out to my uh, my friend Craig. He uh, does a weekly video game podcast called oh, cool. Last Call Gaming. Um, and you can find him on YouTube. Uh, Last Call Gaming is the title of the show. And their channel is Last Call Productions with a Z. Go and check them out. Give them a like. Give them a follow. Do what you do best. Awesome. I look forward to listening to that. Uh, again, I just I need more content because I drive mm -hmm. 50,000 miles, roughly give or take a year. Uh, for my job. So I uh, love video games and things around video games. Uh, but as for me, I am Dax underscore hots all over the place, all over the socials. That's the best way to find me uh, exactly here on Twitch. Uh, taking a break from casting, not much really going on. I do have that casting uh, over on the Girls Gang Squad uh, charity tournament this upcoming weekend on Saturday. Uh, I believe it kicks off 11 Pacific time. Uh, but uh, again, just supporting a great cause in the Trevor Project. And then Casey and I, uh, name to be determined, but we'll, again, we'll be on uh, the Heroes Global Quiz with Tetcher. Um, and yeah, uh, again, I think we talked tuck base, but soak to 20 everywhere else. Uh, get a hold of us, ask your questions, yell at us if you'd like to. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start these thanks. So shooting out there, Winking Fox for this outro, Club Moses for our intro, Graphico for our tremendous Soak to 20 logo. And lastly, to you listeners, without you, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't strive to learn and be better parts of ourselves. And until next week, we'll see you next time. Take care. That's enough. Come, heroes. My hollow awaits you.